Only yesterday, one of my close, 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 close friend asked me, why do we experience heartbreak? And um, it was very difficult to explain or I couldn't break it down in a few sentences. So I said to him, I was going to make a podcast about it, basically discuss it and not just share it with him, but also share it with all of you listening. Now, what is heartbreak? Where do we start? Let me break down the science behind heartbreak. Now, when it comes to heartbreak, usually what happens is we feel pain. Now, this pain is usually caused by the loss of someone, usually. Someone dear to us, someone close to us. Usually it happens in a relationship. Heartbreak also occurs when you lose somebody, perhaps maybe in death or the person moves far away from you. It could be a family member. And the pain you experience from that is actually what we describe or what we will be describing as heartbreak. But just for simplicity, we're going to be talking about heartbreak that's connected to relationships. So the question is, why do we go through heartbreak? Interestingly, why is it that when we are heartbroken, maybe in our first relationship or second relationship, a lot of times we move on and then we get on to another relationship we enter a new relationship and don't experience heartbreak all of that will be considered in this discussion now let's think about it physically when humans feel physical pain the acc part of our brain is stimulated the acc part of our brain is stimulated now the acc or acc literally means anterior cingulate cortex so the anterior cingulate cortex part of our brain is stimulated when we experience physical pain now similarly when we go through heartbreak the same part of our brain is usually stimulated in effect the same thing happens when we experience both physical and emotional pain And this is why you'd hear many people give expressions such as, I felt burned when they go through heartbreak. I feel scarred when they go through heartbreak. You hear people say, it was like a slap in the face or he ripped my heart out. Or you hear people say, I feel heartbroken. Now, all of these are physical terms to describe the emotional pain we go through. When we are heartbroken. So because it's an emotional experience, there isn't any other way of describing it properly except giving it physical attributes. And when we give it physical attributes, we convey the pain that we are actually experiencing. So once again, the anterior cingulate cortex part of our brain is stimulated. That is what's responsible of us feeling the pain we feel when we are heartbroken. Now, most people, the majority of people, especially those in relationships, have previously experienced heartbreak. Very likely, you listening to this audio shows that very likely you may have experienced heartbreak or at least you know somebody who has experienced heartbreak. It's a normal occurrence in life. It's something that most of us have to go through and something most of us have gone through so let's think about it physically going back to the physical pain 
The reason why we go through physical pain or why we feel and experience physical pain is because it's a way of protecting us. We are protected when we experience physical pain. So physical pain is not always bad. Physical pain has some benefits. Now, of course, when you're going through that experience, it's not pleasant. But in the long run, as humans, we must experience physical pain. Even animals experience physical pain. Why? Because like I said, it protects us. Now, when it comes to emotional pain, the same thing is true. Emotional emotional pain is also important that we experience at some point in our lives. It helps and it protects us. But we're going to come back to that later on. Now, let's illustrate this point. Supposing you burnt yourself by touching a heated stove. The pain you experience from the burn would stop you from repeating that same mistake. So when we touch something that's damaging, the pain we receive from that, the experience we go through, would protect us from putting ourselves in that situation again. So what happens is the next time you see a stove, you would approach it with caution. You would ask the owner of the stove if it's hot. You might get close enough to feel the heat. And if there is no heat, you know it's not heated. You know you're safe. If it's a bit hot, then you know to back off. Now, this happens because we've experienced the pain from touching the heat. This is also how children learn. When children grow up, they fall, they graze themselves, they get injured, and all of this teaches them to avoid certain dangers. And as mentioned, the same thing happens when it comes to our emotions. So as mentioned, most people have experienced most people have experienced heartbreak or suffered from a broken heart. Why? Because it's a way of protection. It's important that we go through that same experience. And the brain is designed to warn us from the dangers, not just physical dangers, but also emotional dangers. And this is why we go through emotional pain when we are heartbroken. So, If you have experienced a heartbreak in the past, this would generally make you to be more cautious, more guarded, more observant when you approach new relationships. It makes you protect your heart when you approach people you're meeting for the first time and also you don't give in to everything that's presented to you. Why? Because you have experienced heartbreak. So actually heartbreak or the experience of heartbreak, as mentioned, during that moment may not be pleasant. It's never pleasant. It's always painful, just like a physical pain causes pain. However, when we go through that, through the pain, the heartache and the emotional distress, that helps us readjust ourselves and to avoid further or future pain. Usually what happens is a person who has been heartbroken one or two times eventually get it right. Usually 
get it right. Now, when I say get it right, I mean relationships. Now, if you're married, think about it carefully. Very likely, you have been heartbroken. And if you're happily in a relationship right now, you would avoid certain things that you know could lead to heartbreak. However, if you never experienced the heartbreak you went through, the pain and the suffering you went through, it might make it very hard or it might make you take certain things for granted when it comes to dealing with someone in a relationship. So once again, heartbreak is not always a bad thing. During the time it causes pain, but generally speaking, it helps us to avoid further damage or distress or to be in a similar situation. It helps us to avoid danger. You could illustrate it this way as well. Supposing you touched a live wire or a naked wire and you got electrocuted from it, the likelihood is you would never ever touch a naked wire or a live wire. Why? Because your brain will tell you that you experienced pain the last time you did that. So the next time you see it, you not only would prevent yourself from getting into a dangerous situation as respects to the live wire or the naked wire. And not just only that, it helps you to warn others that the wire is dangerous. Similarly, when we go through heartbreak or emotional trauma, it's a way of our brains telling us and warning us to avoid certain causes of action. Otherwise, we would keep getting into the same situation and keep hurting ourselves and hurting those around us. Now, when it comes to heartbreaks, usually as well, we experience an increase in hormones such as cortisol. So we experience an increase in this hormone and a decrease in norepinephrine. These are hormones that regulates how we feel when we go through emotional distress. For example, if we have or are experiencing the loss of a loved one, be it the person died or we've been heartbroken or as mentioned, the person we love have traveled far away from us. We experience these hormonal changes and as a result, it can lead to depression, worry, anxiety, pain and so on and so forth. And this is what happens with the brain when we experience the loss of a loved one. So what is it that can help when you're going through heartbreak? There are different things that can help, but it's very important to surround yourself with yourselves with loved ones. So try and be around those who care about you, those who really love you. And also to find out more about what to do, you can check out my earlier audio discussion or podcast entitled, Why Can't I Get Over My Ex? Now, if you can't find this podcast, please leave a comment and I would send it out to you or I'll tell you where to find it and how to find it. But in this podcast entitled, Why Can't I Get Over My Ex? I explain practical steps and explain what you need to do to get over previous relationships. 
Now, it's also very important to remember that heartbreak is not always a bad thing. Now, if you've been heartbroken in the past, think about it very carefully and very logically. The majority of you or the majority of those who have experienced heartbreak are glad that the relationship ended. Why? Because when there is a heartbreak, that is usually an indication that there's a problem in the relationship. So, for example, a heartbreak can and often occurs due to infidelity. It can occur due to being manipulated. It can occur due to someone in the relationship or both of you feeling the relationship isn't heading anywhere. It can result as a result of the other person not being affectionate enough. It could result in um, perhaps maybe you feel the other person is secretive. Whatever is the reason or whatever the reason is that leads to a heartbreak or leads to a breakup in a relationship is usually good. Because if you're going to be committed to someone in the long run, you want to be with somebody who you can trust and you want to be with somebody who you feel cares about you just as much as you care about the person. However, if you notice a sign, be it infidelity or lying or being manipulated or, you know, you're in a relationship you feel is too aggressive or the relationship isn't heading anywhere, it's a good thing that the relationship stops. Otherwise, you would eventually suffer. And the longer you leave it, the more problems you would face. Think about it this way. Supposing you was about to buy, let's say, a house. So you're going to purchase a house. And then during the whole research or valuation of the house, you notice that the house wasn't built right. The house was suffering from subsidence. It was in an area subject to flooding. Or you knew that there was going to be an earthquake in the area the house was built on. Or you notice that the foundations of the house was a bit shaky and wasn't worth it. And in just a year or two or three, it would collapse. Would you not walk away from the transaction? Would you not walk away from pursuing to purchase the property? Absolutely. Why? Simply because you know that in the long run, it would be a waste of your time, your energy, your resource and your money. So naturally, you're going to walk away. Now, if this house appeared to be something you really like, something you can't do without, if it appeared to be your dream home, of course, you might feel disappointed. But won't you be happy that you found out the problems with the house before it got too late? The same thing can be said about relationships. When you break up in a relationship, it's very important to assess and consider the reasons for the breakup. And yes, you might feel heartbreak, but don't focus on the heartbreak. Focus on the reasons that led up to the breakup. It could even be the other person said they were no longer in love with you. Is it not better for you to be with a person who was fully committed to you someone who really wanted to be with you and never wanted to leave would you not rather find out now than later when perhaps you get married or or you decide to plan a future with the person or have children with the person and then you find out the person no longer loves you 
once again, it's very important to assess the reasons for the breakup and embrace it. It's very painful. Yes, I know. But heartbreak protects. And that way, next time you're in a relationship, you would be more guarded and more careful. You would approach relationships with caution. Now, just as a bonus feature, just something additional in terms of heartbreak or in relation to heartbreak, I should say. Now, there is a literal term called heartbreak syndrome or broken heart syndrome. I don't know if anyone has ever heard of that term or if you've heard of that term, if you're listening. Now, a heartbreak syndrome is generally caused by stress and it can come from anything. But for the purpose of this audio, let's say it comes from the stress and anxiety of a literal heartbreak. Now, what happens is the literal heart becomes abnormally large. It swells. And interestingly, a person who's suffering from heartbreak syndrome experiences pain around their chest. It almost feels as if they're having a heart attack. The symptoms are very similar. And as mentioned, this is usually caused by emotional events such as the death of a loved one or a literal emotional heartbreak. So when you have an emotional heartbreak, this can lead to a physical heartbreak. It's very rare, but this can happen. So when you're heartbroken, your literal heart could be affected. It's rare as mentioned, but it can happen. And interestingly, this occurs more in women than in men. The question is, could this be the origin of the term heartbreak? I don't know. Maybe you could tell me what you think and um, let me know how you feel about this audio.